hey cousin. So I went down to the super clips and I needed a haircut. So it was all the way down here. And I, I don't go for like, I'm not like a normal person where they go like every 27 days for a haircut. I go only once a year and I get like 75% of my hair cut off because I save a ton of money that way. Instead of paying like $30 for a trim, I just get all my hair chopped off and like a little bit shorter, a little bit shorter, I would have that French hat. That French hat that goes up to here and has that little thing here. They Shirley templed me. I got that Shirley Temple. I got that B. Franklin. Put me on a dollar because I had the B. Franklin. I got the B. Franklin cut and I'm proud of it. I'm proud of it. Yeah, like give me, give me a feather pen and I'll add some amendments to that constitution. I'll give you the 35th amendment. So yeah, I have short hair and I also have two astigmatisms. I have, uh, so what astigmatisms are is they are cone-shaped eyes. So I have two cone-shaped eyes or football eyes as my ophthalmologist likes to tell me. So, I mean, I try to fight it. I try to fight it for as long as I possibly could. I honestly should have been wearing glasses a long time ago. Cause I remember in high school when I used to play softball, I was like this all the time. And my, uh, my coach, she's Russian. She's like, can you see the ball? Um, and a lot of the times, like I realized, um, like my reaction time is good. Like you throw a football at me, I'm going to catch it. You drop a pen, I'm going to catch it in my mouth. But I just realized it, uh, when people would like walk towards me, it would take me like a good, I don't know, you should probably be able to see like half a football field away from you, you know, if that's a male or female. And it would take me like, you would have to be like five steps away from me for me to be able to tell. Like, I don't know who you are. I'm going completely off voice recognition. Completely off voice recognition. So yeah, I got a haircut. I got two astigmatisms. I got scoliosis. Yeah, I'm making a cool thing. I'm making it a cool thing. I'm making it a cool thing. And I think that's all you can do in this world is just take what you got and turn it into a positive. You know what I mean? So trying to see what else I want to talk about here. It's been a long time and I appreciate you coming back or if you're watching this for the first time. Uh, I thank you. It's been a long time. There's been a lot going on. Like I used to live in Jersey and now I'm out in Long Island. So uh, it's pretty different, but I'm loving it. Um, I'm just trying to figure out what exactly I wanna do with my life. I wanna make people laugh, so I'm doing this, but I'm just, I'm just making my way downtown, walking fast, faces passing, I'm home now. Staring while you're here and changing my way, changing my way to that cry. I'm doing that. So I am figuring out this life. Uh, you know, I'm growing, trying to become closer to God. You know, with the Shirley Temple do. Trying to think what else. Uh, 
wonder if that's gonna come up. Um, I went to some baseball games, but I don't know. I'm not like as into uh, sports as I used to be. I used to be really, really gung ho about it. Uh, I I spent I spent a lot of money on a World Series ticket for the Mets. I don't regret it though. I, I don't regret it. Over a thousand dollars. I'm not gonna tell you the exact amount because I, number one, I don't remember, and number two, you you know what it is. You know what it is. And I sat upstairs for that. But I've been waiting my whole life. I waited my whole life for that moment. And I uh, wore a hot dog suit there. I lost a hot dog suit. But I went with family. So I went with my dad. And that was that was a huge deal. Because I waited. Uh, that happened 2015. So seven years ago. I waited. I'm not great at math. I'm a communications major all the way. shouldn't be taking me that long. I'm like completely frazzled. Seven years ago, I was 18. That was like all the money I had in my bank at that time. But you know what? It hasn't happened in seven years. So by that math, I'll be 55 before they make it again. But yeah, I don't regret it. I could have went to Hawaii with that money or Cancun or J Jamaica. I could have went there with my money and I ended up doing that. I don't regret it. You know, people were judging me for that. In college, they were like, what did you do this weekend? And I was like, I'm going to tell them. You know, I went to the game. And then they were like, that's really cool. Like, how much did you spend? And when I told people that, they are like, you could have went on vacation. Yeah, so I did a lot of baseball. Mm, yeah, I changed location. I switched up on y'all. I switched up. I'm just figuring things out. And I'm happy, though. You know, it's all about being happy, uh with where you are and it's all a process you gotta enjoy the process you don't have the past and you don't have the future you have now so i'm just i'm enjoying it i'm living baby i'm living i'm living my best life you only get one and i'm enjoying it yeah i can't see nothing though i can't see shit. i can't see nothing and it's bad because i'll take off my glasses and it's like this is what I, I really see. You know, when I go like this, you know, forget words. And I used to drive at night. I mean, I should have got hit with a lot of softballs. Speaking of that, I remember when I played basketball in high school for a very short time. I only played for five games because I wanted to be in the newspaper. I think I spoke about this. Uh, a long time ago, I wanted to be in the newspaper. So I was like, let me do three sports at the same time. So it was bowling, softball, and basketball. And the only basketball experience I had was I had a basketball net in my backyard. So I would be in the backyard for like 30 minutes a night shooting uh, the ball in the net because that's what you see in the movies. You want the truth? That's what you see in the movies. You see that the kid's throwing the ball and there's like a montage and he misses a few and then he starts hitting threes and like 15 in a row. So I was like, I'm just gonna do this for a half hour every night. And I was like, I'm gonna do the basketball team. I'm gonna be on that basketball team. And I was actually able to get on the team. They let me on. 
I love it's like they let me on. <laughs> I don't even think I like tried out. I think they just, they needed another girl. So they just threw me in there. But I didn't know any of the rules. I was traveling to other countries with that ball. I was traveling. I was walking past people. I was throwing the ball to whoever. I was crossing lines. And then one girl was like, she's, she's breaking all the rules. Like she, she fouled me five times. And then I think the referee was so, like I broke so many rules. So I think he was like, I don't even know what rule to even, what penalty to, or whatever, what penalty to even get her on, what foul to even get her on. Cause she just committed 12 of them in one time. And I never got no whistle, no nothing. They just let me do whatever. So I think I just, I did so many things wrong at the same time that they didn't call nothing on me. And all the girls like on the other team were getting mad at me and talking about me and stuff like that. And then there was one time, like I'm very athletic. I'm very athletic. People can say whatever they want. I could catch a ball, throw a ball, kick a ball, hit a ball, punch a punching bag. I think I'm very athletic. Running is not my specialty. That, but everything else, you know, with hands and feet, very talented. But somebody gave me the ball and I wasn't nervous. I think I just was running too fast. Like my feet were moving faster than my mind could think about me playing basketball. And I was dribbling. And I somehow stepped on the ball, stepped on the basketball. And I slipped on it as I was dribbling it. And I was like face first on the ground. And there was like five people in the audience and they were like, oh. And like my parents were really nervous. They were gonna come onto the court and they didn't. And I'm happy they didn't because I gotta just pick myself up and dust myself off. And it's crazy because if that was like a normal situation, I probably would have cried. Like if I fell on concrete outside, I probably would have cried. I would have been like, ah, ah, you know, my legs, my arms, my head, you know? But it's like crazy when you're playing sports, you have so much adrenaline. So it's like, that didn't hurt, you know? Even though I just fell face first over a basketball for no reason. So I also met Theo Vaughn, which is really cool because he's my favorite He's my favorite comedian. He's my favorite. And that was my first, no, that was like my second comedy show, like professional comedy show that I've been to. The first one was Sam Morrill and he was great. And he actually walked right past me after, which was crazy. But I'm like clueless sometimes. I really am. Like I'm very smart, but I should get really quickly sometimes just, and it just happens. And it's just who I am. It's who I am as a person. Chilling him as a person. Uh, Drew Barrymore. That was Drew Barrymore. It was an awful, awful Drew Barrymore. Hey, what's going on? It's Drew Barrymore. I think that was pretty good, actually. So I'm going to pat myself on the back for that one. So, what was I even talking about? Oh, yeah. So I'm, I met Theo Vaughn. He's my favorite comedian. And I took a photo with him and he was so cool. And I told him, thanks for being you. And he was like genuinely like taken aback. And it was like, it was really cool. Cause everything was just so quick with everybody. And he like really like looked at me and he was like, wow. Like he was really taken aback by that. And he, he hugged me and it was just really nice. It was a really nice moment. I haven't done stand up in a minute. The last time I did stand up was like, I did that in Jersey. And it was, I, I spoke about that in my last podcast too. It was, you know, white comedians with like a black audience. And it was interesting. It was interesting. Like I said, I had the Cosby joke that failed. 
that absolutely that absolutely um that ate the pavement but that's okay you live and you learn and i like to try different things you know um i'm gonna drew barrymore out of this one because i already spoke about this um, i'm trying to i'm trying to stop the ums and the likes and i read in a book once it's like don't instead of saying saying um and like just don't say anything but it's hard because in my mind it's like um you know i have to say something oh i went to new orleans and i went with a good friend of mine and that was the second time i've been there the first time i was there i was like really excited and it was really cool and then the second time there was just a lot of shenanigans going on there was like children playing the bongos and i was gonna cry about that honestly it was really sad um because it's a child shouldn't be out playing the bongos at three in the morning that's a problem and i'm being dead serious about that i know this is a comedy podcast but i don't even know what i don't even know what to do then i, I think his parents were with him i don't know i don't know but i'm gonna i'm gonna try to not be i'm gonna get off his now yeah that was that was a little bit too serious that was sad very sad mm. and some woman got arrested in front of us i don't know her and the police were having a a free-for-all they were having a free-for-all she was yelling at him he was yelling at her next thing you know she was getting cuffed and i'm over there with my al alcoholic slurpee uh watching what's going on there was like stray animals and you know people with dazed looks on their faces and i don't know there was just like a lot of a lot of shenanigans going on a lot of shenanigans like i don't know karate but i wish i would have being there to be honest with you i wish i would have because i think you know sooner or later i was gonna need that let me just tell you that and they had like my dream is to ride a bull i have i have a lot of dreams that's one of them was to ride a mechanical bull but it has to be uh, the right circumstance. You know, you don't want to be dressed where a extremity can fall off or fall out. If you know what I mean. If you're a woman, you know what I'm talking about. Where they can fall out. Which I didn't because I was... Mm, no, I think I was wearing a v-neck that day. But other than that, every, everything was right. Everything was right at that time for me to ride the bull. And it was like five bucks. That's like as much as I want to pay. So I was gonna, and then there's a guy who's controlling the bull, and he's like this. Like, the, the women are on the bull, and he's like this. And I was like, can I go on the bull? And he just, like, looked at me, like, disgusted. And I was like, I'm just not gonna ride the bull, because this has to be a perfect situation for me to ride the bull. If I'm unwanted on the bull... I'll ride the bull in a place where I'll be appreciated. And then I ran into one in Tennessee because me and my friend did New Orleans and Tennessee. And so we went we went back to Tennessee after that and they also had a bull, but then it was shut down uh, for the lunch crowd. It was shut down. So the bull was shut down and my dreams of riding a bull was shut down. But sooner or later, there's other places. It's just that you don't see a lot of those in Jersey or New York. You don't. I probably have a better chance of riding a real bull in New York somewhere.
this is so awkward that I'm like, it takes me this long to figure out what's going on. But I'm just, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it well. Um. So, yeah. I saw a girl get arrested. That was fun. It wasn't. On my car, first name Posh, middle name Spice, last name Sopran, is at the shop. She was not turning over, and once she was, it was like in the, you know, the cartoons when it's like the 1900s or the 1850s, whenever they created the car. And it has like somebody pushing the back of the car, and then somebody like yanking on something and punching something, and it goes... That's what it was like. And I was like, as long as this thing turns on, I think we're fine. But then it wasn't turning on. So I had to bring her to the shop. And three batteries later, I find out there's some... Supposedly, supposedly my sunroof is drawing too much power from the battery. Long story short, my sunroof wasn't closing all the way. And there were times I would like pull down my mirror and then water would come out from the mirror and hit me in the face through like my... You know that little mirror, that cute little one you pull down? I'd open that, like water comes out. So, what is this, a clown car? So I had to do something about that. So I duct taped my sunroof. And supposedly some kind of thingamajig was connected to another thingamajig and it was disconnected or connected too tightly. I don't know, I don't know about cars, but I got her fixed. So I'm just hoping to get my car back because Posh has been in there for too long. She's been in there for too long, for no good reason. So I'm getting me call back. Oh, so there's like some guy with 25 Guinness records. And one of them has to do with toilet paper rolls and marshmallows. So let, let me read you some of these. Like, how can these be records? Not everything can be a record. Not everything can be a record. So let's see. I'm going to, okay. Idaho man says he completed his goal of breaking 52, count them, 52 world records in a single year. Okay, so he's the world's fastest juggler, the world's slowest juggler, and has the record for most bowling balls juggled, most consecutive axe juggling catches, and his longest duration of balancing a bicycle on the chin. He's broken more than 150 records since 2015. There was one about marshmallows. One about marshmallows and one about toilet paper. Oh, bouncing ping pong balls, catching fruit and marshmallows in his mouth, juggling and doing various tasks very quickly. What do you mean various tasks? Like errands? What is he like, speed shopping? So the whole catching fruit and marshmallows in his mouth is that how many, is that the amount of marshmallows? Or is it the speed or duration of how he's catching them? And does it have to be a professional who throws them in your mouth or what? Because, no, I was gonna say like, I could compete, but I can't. Like, you would think I would be good at catching things in my mouth and I'm not. I'm not, I'm not good at it. Most kiwi sliced in one minute using a samurai sword. Come on, what's the what's the one with the toilet paper? Stuff stuff revolving toilet paper interests me for some reason. 
Juggling while blindfolded. Most apples thrown and caught in, in mouth in one minute. You know, he deserves it, honestly. Is he making money off this? That's my question. Because if I could make money for, um, you know, kicking, kicking soccer balls as fast as I can, 40 of them, most toilet paper rolls balanced on the head. That's the one that got me. And the crazy thing is it's like, the number is like 100. Yeah, I can't even do that. Most, most f fastest time to flip three water bottles. And what do you, like, does he film it and then send it to somebody? Like, how does that, how does he get, you know, certified? He's a certified record breaker. Yeah, if you're getting paid for this, I need to start picking up some new hobbies. You know what I'm talking about. Start juggling mints in my mouth and catching uh, fire with my feet. What kind of world do we live in? I mean, I like that. I respect that. Like some people would make fun of him or say, you know, get a job. I actually think he's awesome. And if he's making money, and that's stuff, that, that is a talent. Can you juggle five can you can you even juggle five things without a blindfold and then put a blindfold on can you put one toilet paper on your head try a hundred this man is gifted so put some respect on his name facts facts and snacks speaking of snacks i went to the grocery store and i got some whipped cream and the lady was like, can I see your ID, please? And I said, my ID? For what? It's like, we have to check the age now for when people buy whipped cream. Because you know, the kids are snorting it. The kids are snorting it. What kind of world do we live in? You mean to tell me I can't even enjoy a snack garnish because children are snorting it? Children are snorting whipped cream, huffing that cream. Watch your children. First it was Tide Pods. You're ruining cleaning for the elderly. You're ruining it. And now you mean to tell me I can't get whipped cream without showing my ID? Like I'm going on a plane or going to the club? Things have to change. This can't be. And then she was telling us like, they're, they're, you're getting high, they're getting high. The kids are getting high off the gases. Either that or, cause the, that lady said that they're getting, they're getting high off the whipped cream. They're getting high off the whipped cream. Doesn't mean I'm getting high off whipped cream. Cool whip. That doesn't that doesn't mean I'm getting high off the whipped cream. Maybe one child. I've never even heard of this phenomenon. And I, when stuff like this happens, I hear of it. 
but that's a new one and then like we were having a whole discussion it was you know being like three other whites we were having a conversation and they were the one lady was yeah they're getting high off it because the the nitrous gas or whatever and then another guy was like yeah it makes their voice funny so they're doing that like he knew about it which is nuts like how do you how do you guys know i, I didn't even hear about this so you know what if i forgot my id you mean to tell me i can't buy whipped cream because children are huffing cream I'm perturbed by it. I found this out a few days ago. I'm perturbed by it. And this is another thing that's going on. Live longer for 150 years in metaverse, but only if you are willing to permanently leave your physical body and become a living app. That's a run-on sentence. I used to do all my papers like that. I used to have like really long run-on sentence because run-on sentences because that's how I speak in person. It's never like, okay. Yes, no, it's like, oh yes, because this. And then no, because when I went to the park yesterday, a car came by and the car was blue. Like, I just talked forever. So the way I talk was the way that I would write, which is all run on sentences, throw some commas in there. And I could say more in a sentence that way. Russian billion. A Russian billion. I guess that's supposed to be a Russian billionaire. Billionaire. Russian billion. Dimtry. It's called. Is part of a 2045 initiative, a nonprofit organization that aims to ex expend, extend humans' lifespan. That artificial bodies could become a reality by 2045, allowing people to move out of their old bodies and move into the internet. So this is a, this is this can happen through artificial intelligence and metaverse technologies. And no doubt, this is going to happen sooner or later. But as of right now, they got that little thing, Wally, whatever his name is, Wally at at ShopRite. And I could sneak up behind him and like choke him out if I wanted to. That big gray like column looking thing that moves around and he's supposed to detect messes. I was like putting stuff in front of him to see if he detected. He didn't detect nothing. He didn't know his ass from his elbow. And he don't have either. But yeah, I was like, you know, I was like cornering him. And this is this is the technology we're going to use. But it's going to happen. But I'm trying to think. I'm trying to see how exactly they do that. Mind uploading is the hypothetical process of separating the consciousness of the person from the body, converting it into digital format and transferring the digital consciousness into the machine. It would be through different steps such as mind copying, mind transfer, mind preservation, and whole brain emulation. The very first step is to, in the process is to get information from the brain, which has more than 125 trillion synapses. Synapses. Synapses in the cerebral cortex alone. Some suggest it would be necessary to dissect the brain first for the information to be completely replicated. But mind uploading advocates a non-invasive brain procedure that can provide sufficient solutions for copying the information in the brain without killing the person. So this is saying that they would have to do this while you're alive, I'm guessing. Because it's saying it won't kill you. So I'm guessing you put something in your brain where it's storing that information and when you die, it'll be on a computer. But there's something very, very unnatural about that. Like, I don't, I don't like that playing God stuff. So I'm, 
you know, I wouldn't participate in that. There was something really special though about, you know, saving memories or being able to, like, I was thinking like, I wish I could have done like podcasts with my grandfather who passed because just to like have his voice and to hear his stories again would be awesome. So stuff like that I think is great, but to like try to copy somebody's mind, I feel like that's, first of all, you know, the procedure they say is not invasive, but that's, I feel like physically, you know, mentally, spiritually invasive. Like what, is it taking your thoughts or things that you're, saying or do I don't know what this really means honestly so I'm sorry if you were coming here to try to get some information on this because I gave you none oh 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 so the second step involves a reconstruction of the artificial brain a rough estimate published in scientific American blah 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 it can reach up to 2.5 petabytes 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 uh, therefore, the artificial brain should be able to process this large memory, as of now the large arti largest artificial neural network called GPT-3 has only one of 300 times the capacity of the brain. So you could store a lot in this thing. The last step is matching the consciousness to a substrate, like a metaverse, or into a network or artificial brains of artificial brains connected. Another option is Musk's optimus humanoid robot wherein the physical robot would act as the new physical body of a person so see now that's where it gets interesting like i thought they just put that on a floppy disk and you slip that into your computer no they they can make like a humanoid like a robot and put your consciousness into that see i would like that when i'm alive though i would like to have multiple robots that think and act like me around all the time and i could like have them do stuff for me like pick up my laundry grocery store but like i don't want to make them like because that's how all the movies end badly like you making robots do things for them and then do things for you and then they all turn against you and they start like a riot and then robots run the world so i don't want to do that like i want to be friends with them but also like to what you know what's interesting like how ai like in the movies this happens i'm not a scientist people so i don't know what exactly happens when AI is uncontrolled for a long time. Like, what's interesting is like, so say I had 10 Mary robots and they got the information on how these robots are gonna act for me, from my brainwaves and such. And my actions, they probably have to film me doing everyday life and they put those actions and patterns into the robot. So for a time, it'll be like me with 10 previous Marys and everything will be cool and fun, I think, at that point. Because it's like, we're all on the same wavelength. And then I could finally pursue another one of my dreams where I jump off the roof of... It could be anything. A house, apartment, a shack, whatever. And have people catch me. That's one of my other dreams. So I could do that. They'll catch me. Everything's fine. Me and my 10 robot friends. But then what happens when the technology starts working on its own? Because I hear about that. Like that Jeeves one that was playing on Jeopardy. It's like... Okay, so you gave it this much knowledge, but now it knows uh, it knows Steve Harvey. I mean, if you only gave it information up to 1980, it how does it know this now? It knows it knows Steve Harvey in 2015. So that means it's learning on its own. So what what's interesting is like I'll grow as Mary. They'll grow as Mary robots. But will they think as Mary? Or will it be a mixture of my thoughts and what they think I would think? That's what I'm thinking. 
it would be the patterns that they have, they would build on, all right, well, if she thinks a raisin is delicious, like, well, they think dates are, are, are delicious because dates are raisin's cousin. Or they, will they just hate it because now they're starting to think their own, not think, but they're starting to compute their own thoughts. And like, does AI take over Mary, Mary's thoughts? Or does Mary's thoughts take over AI? Or do they try to keep it on a pattern? But it always ends up badly. It always ends up like, I love raisins, they hate raisins. And then what happens next? They probably kill me. I'm not trying to get dark, but in reality, that's what always happens. So I think it would be great in the beginning when I'm jumping off roofs and they're helping me with laundry and stuff like that. But then when it gets to, you know, it's at night and like what I would be thinking at night, thinking about at night would be like, uh, you know, like if the Queen and Meghan fought, which I spoke about on a previous podcast. But if like, see at night, I'm thinking about that. And if at night, one of the Mary robots is thinking about like, the next war or something that's a little weird like is it using my patterns or is it becoming its own entity take that for meta i don't know that's what's interesting and then imagine like you your personality mixed with a robot like what's gonna happen then if it's not completely you it's always gonna be competing with the ai so what what is it gonna think and what is it gonna do I would like to test it, but not not really. Because if things get bad, I don't want to be the recipient of it. But I would like to know what happens. Like, I would like to ponder my thoughts on that. And in my mind, see what that situation would be. But in real life, no. Because I could see that ending badly. I'm going to wake up one night and the robot's going to be like, you know, staring at me. And do you want to play now? No. And then it gangs up with the other 10 Marys. And next thing you know, there's no real Mary Grace no more. It's only 10 AI Mary Graces. Well, science. Yeah, it just seems like unnatural, honestly. Very unnatural. And I don't, I'm not going to mess with that. Like, I was made as a human with this skin and I'm not trying to, let's see if we put me in a, in a robot and see what happens. Mm -mm -mm. No, no, no. I shouldn't be doing that because it's going to come up weird on the despot. this is how we do it in puerto rico I, that's i love in the song i always love that it was like oh justin bieber or whoever did it before but i love it and then the beat comes in i just love that i definitely have a vitamin deficiency let me tell you that let me tell you, because I'm tired all the time. And I take like 35 vitamins every morning. And I'm exhausted, like physically and mentally exhausted all the time. And I went to a doctor and they were like, oh, well, your levels are fine. I think I have some extra white blood cells. That's it. Which can be dangerous over time, supposedly. But that's all I have. I don't have any vitamin deficiencies. So just wonder what that is. But I've always been tired. Like I would just fall asleep. I could fall asleep, honestly, anytime, anywhere, any place. So I guess we'll see how that plays out in my life, but I just, I want to be energetic again. 
Like even, it all started even, I mean, I've always been a sleepy, sleepy girl all the time. Always been a sleepy girl. But it started in high school when I had to study for midterms or study for any kind of test. I'd be like, okay, I'll take a little nap first. Next thing you know, it's seven in the morning and no studying took place. Only naps. And that nap was sleep. So yeah, I think I have a vitamin deficiency. I'm going to go to the doctor and check that out and then I'll let you guys know if I have a vitamin deficiency. Even though you probably don't want to know, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Because I was thinking, oh, it just must not, it must be I don't get enough sun. Because, you know, humans are supposed to get a lot of sun. And if you're not drinking orange juice, you're not going to get that vitamin D. So, but I've been trying to walk home and do more of that. And nothing, nothing changes. Nothing changes. So, I'm going to check that out. All I know, though, is I have cone-shaped eyes. And it is what it is thank you so much for being here for the pod i'm like sitting in a c-shape right now so my back's gonna hurt and my scoliosis is probably gonna get worse and i'm not i'm when when you if you have scoliosis and you you listen to this i'm not like joking on scoliosis i, ha I have scoliosis i'm not kidding because scoliosis is curvature of the spine and me sitting like this isn't helping. But I just want to say uh, thank you so much for tuning in. This is my first video podcast, so I'm just like so excited to be back into doing this. The reason I took so long is because I thought this whole coming to New York thing was going to be very temporary and it was going to be a short type of time and it was going to be a short situation. And it wasn't. I ended up being here much longer than I thought and I'm going to be here for a decent amount of time. So I was like, when I get, when I go back home to Jersey, I'll just, in a few weeks, I'll go back and I'll do a podcast. And just weeks became months. And it's, I think it's almost a year that I've been here. So I'm just trying to get back into it. And I miss putting content out, content out there. Uh, I miss coming up with this stuff and talking about it. So I'm just happy to be back. And if you're here for the first time or you're, you're, you're rejoining me, I'm just so happy that you took the time to listen to this. I appreciate you. I love you, cousin. Cousins, if there's multiple people in the room. But also, I wanted to talk about this before I blast off into the ether. Right there. Right there. That thing. This guy. I got him at a garage sale. He was $3. $3. And I think this is Socrates or Galileo or... Socrates, Galileo, Donatello, Versace, 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 Michelangelo. I don't know who this man is. But if you know, you, you let me know. It might be Beethoven. This might be Beethoven right here. $3 at a yard sale and the lady was like do you know who it is and I'm like no but it makes me look sophisticated so I want it and it's really cool looking but I think it's I think it's honestly Michelangelo or Beethoven or Socrates my boy Socrates I feel like he could be like one of those paint me like your Russian like your what, what is that line paint me like one of your
I don't know. It's like pay me like one of your girls, but this took way too long, so it's not even funny anymore. Uh, just, but yeah, I think he's a famous, famous painted person. So please let me know. Is this Michelangelo or is this Socrates? Because I don't know. And it could be neither. But thank you so much. I love you, cousin. Thanks for tuning in. And I will see you next week. Have a blessed week. Thanks again. I'm really outie now. I gotta get out of here. I'm exhausted, honestly. But peace out. I wanna see if you can hear that in the mic. Peace out. Thanks for tuning in. Love you, cousins. I don't know why I did that. Ha, ha, ha.